I have a personal stat list as well. It's very helpful. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice, isn't it? Yeah. Don't have to think. And more importantly, don't have to worry about making um, someone upset. You know, just let them make the decision. That's take, what I'm saying. Take, take myself out of it. You know what? Tell me you know? what you want. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, you go, what are you saying, Mike? No, just that I'm really struggling with that because like I have, for me, it's my mustache. I have zero affirmation with it now. Mm-hmm. And it's really difficult to just make that decision on my own. And, yeah. like, and I feel like mustaches are a completely like, almost regardless of how well you pull it off the other person's opinion on how good a mustache is on someone is like already set in stone you can't change that with how good you yeah. pull it off like it, it is right. what it is and so and i'm not out here trying to ask people that i don't know their opinion on it so i'm just out just taking shots in the dark <laughs> i mean that could be i don't i guess i don't really know how hinge works but like the hinge prompts couldn't you just say like give me your honest opinion on my mustache before we go on a date like let's just get it get it get it out of that's the not bad actually that's yeah. not bad i could but then what if i don't have it at that time and they're just like i'm no. fucking my mustaches i'm like i'll see you in four weeks <laughs> <laughs> did we get a verbal commitment from you that you won't drink alcohol if you go on survivor though i don't like obviously i would love for her to get burned but i think that'd be even funnier like her jack assery get someone else just fucked welcome back to greatest survivor showmances and we're back ladies and gentlemen boys and girls thank you for joining us for another episode of voting in the majority i am joined as always by my indubitable colleagues michael gutierrez and bryce Mulder. friends how are you guys doing today mike you uh you're munching on some cereal over there yeah it's um it is butter chicken but some do call it cereal um as well uh yeah i'm doing well i uh i have a quick question off the bat for you guys what do you know about making your own kitty uh cherry coke oh nice the grenadine yeah that's so smart i've never done that i've never done that that's really smart Um, pour something in here and just get this day started really really nicely there you go I think that zoom filter you have on is what was throwing me off with the, with the butter chicken. Just, you got a weird <laughs> tint. Um, Bryce, how are you doing today, man? I'm, I'm good. I don't got much for you. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to see you guys. It's raining. So it's a little, little depressing today, but happy to talk to you guys about some survivor. It was a fun episode. Mm, how are you doing Harv? Fun episode. I'm great. It's uh, we're right in this smack dab in the middle of the april rainy season seattle has about five or six distinct rainy seasons um throughout the year uh and where you forecast has us at a week straight of rain coming up so that's that's a good a time straight wait i got a question for you guys someone told me that like if it rains in april it's not going to rain the rest of spring but like if it doesn't rain in april it's going to rain the rest of spring and how true do you think that is i bet about as close to zero percent true as you can get that doesn't make a lot of sense to me feel like they're very independent factors so but like have you have we ever had a spring that has rained all through april and may i don't, I don't know. know i don't I know but i don't for two years fair enough okay well it's an interesting thought it is so um, is this we like being everyone or is this just a seattle thing i don't know he well he's from the south so i'm assuming that it's it's he had a saying for it too but I'm butchering sounds it like right a now. pathological liar to me. <laughs> I guess it so. Sounds like one of those, I don't know, 
what not an old wives' tale, but just like something that people yeah. say that has no real proof, but feels like it should exactly. could be true. Yeah, right. Maybe so, I don't know. Can't prove know. it wrong. Interesting. Those are the only true. Those are the only types of facts that we share on this podcast, anyway. Yeah, can't prove <laughs> us wrong. Um, and speaking of can't prove us wrong, um, let's let's throw out some uh, survivor takes here. Uh, we like to like to get spicy. It was a fun episode. Um, we just got back from jam jam getting a vote um who who went home last episode josh mm. yeah josh and jam jam yep um so that that was a nice little cutting off a little chaff uh before the merge getting ready to get all the serious players uh to go um so jam jam comes in uh right here off the bat in the beginning of episode seven talking about how guys don't worry i got a vote it's all good it's all good uh like i forgive you like whatever like not not he was like making a joke about it um Probably the better alternative of some of the people coming back to tribal who just blow up and are like, I can't believe you voted for me. Um, did you got any thoughts on this opening scene with Jam Jam? He had a fun, a couple funny sayings. Um, no surprise. I really liked it. I thought the same thing. <clears throat> um, he's just, I think he and Carolyn, like I said, I think he and Carolyn are in a really good spot. I think that like they're, it's, it'd be super easy to like, quickly try and jump ship and be like okay like how do i get in on this vote next time like how do i do this how do i do that and he's just like letting the game come to him i think it's good um i know we talked about this a couple times already and like i in terms of how we just hated how like or i hated i guess how carolyn handled the try vote out or like coming back to camp after things like that so i really think jam jam handled it the best way possible like trying to make light of the situation like he's not mad at anybody you know there he's still gonna vote how he votes so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, Merge Tribe, uh, it gets named Vava 4-4, according to Carson. Um, decent neutral name. I, not, a, not a ton of comments for me there. My favorite is when they uh, – haven't there been, like, several occasions where someone just absolutely lies about yeah, what it means? pulls some shit out of there, yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure this one is 44. But When Bryce is on, I know for a fact oh, he's going to have sure. some, some crazy stuff up his sleeve. <laughs> I want I wanted Danny to pull something out. I feel like Danny was probably the most likely to <laughs> kind of be mischievous. Danny yeah. just feeling himself where he's yeah. just like this is all a joke. Um and so right after that we get a scene and we got a lot of a lot of time left and a lot of episode left to get through, but Franny and Matt are talking. Um and Matt is, you know, they're kind of giggling off on their own. Someone notices that they're gone, but it doesn't seem like a big deal. And we get a, a couple cutaways of Matt and he is, you know, for the first time he's got his vote back. He's got an idol. He's feeling really confident. I knew he was gone. It, it was four minutes into the episode. And I was like, damn, this is the one it, it's time. Uh, and we, we knew he was on the block because of the Franny stuff, but um, they, they just gave him a scene right away. That was like talking him up. And I was like, well, all right, see you, Matt. Yeah. It was the old school, the old school edit where you just know once they show any screen time of somebody who hasn't got screen time, they're just going to go home. But I com- I completely disagree. Okay. I was I was very caught off. Obviously, when we saw the tribe division, we'll get into it. I thought Matt was going home. But like, I thought this was a great first part of the episode for Matt, considering like we didn't hear from him because he didn't have his vote. Like, that's a part of it. Yeah. And yeah. second, he identifies very quickly and very astutely that danny has the idol and yep. danny's the one that tricked him yeah um and at the 6 30 7 minute mark in the episode 
he already has multiple people that have been loyal to Danny ready to vote Danny out. Yeah. So I think that this goes a whole other way if we don't have this mix up. So I disagree heavily. I thought it was a great map. First yeah. part of the episode. So um, the next scene home at all. The next scene that you're talking about, it's Brandon, Jam Jam, and Kane uh, with Matt. They're all talking. And Brandon is like, well, guys, when I found the birdcage idol, there was two in there, a fake idol and a real idol. And Matt's like, well, wait a second. When I found the birdcage idol, there was only one in there. So therefore, it must be a fake. And how did he think that Danny was the one that found it and uh, replaced it with a fake? Is astutely, he remembered as they were looking, Danny was like, guys, don't forget to look right under this specific part of a tree that no one would ever really think to look under. And Matt's like, oh, yeah, I'll look under there. And then immediately finds the idol. So clearly, Danny, you know, let, led the horse to water there a bit. And Matt remembered. So super kudos to him. I, I totally agree. This is great. He uh he had them on board with with the Danny vote because they they kind of figured he, you know he was ninety percent confident that it was Danny and he's got an idol and he's running some stuff so I, I agree this was a good look for him I just felt it was it was his personal confidence in his game before this scene where I was like that's never a good look when you're talking mm. about how confident you are and then this scene happened I was like okay well maybe he's playing maybe he gets a blindside on Danny like and it's just setting it up but. I still had that in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that Danny blindside was way talked about way too early for it to be a threat. Very true. For real. Yeah. Um, so does everybody know that they have fake idols now? Like, I think the last person with the fake idol is Jamie. Are we confident that she'll, she still doesn't know? I'm confident that she still does not know. Yeah, she's very, very sure about her place in this game. And I think that's part of the reason why. She's our last hope for a fake idol being played. I really hope that's the MVP. MVP. I hope she plays it. Oh my god, that would feel so good. (laughs) I hope she plays it for someone else though. Like I like I don't like obviously I would love for her to get burned, but I think that'd be even funnier. Like her Jack Assery gets someone else just fucked. Mm -hmm. Would you be mad? I feel like I would be more mad if someone tried to play a fake idol for me going home than if I just went home. Like You'd have so much fucking confidence. You'd be like, yes, we got yeah. it. It's a blind side. Our, our minorities coming back. And I was like, no, you're still out. Sorry, bro. <laughs> it would it would be brutal. Um, so bad. I think you'd be more mad because it's like Jamie played it on the right person in the right scenario. But it was like, mm-hmm. you were so close. Yeah. You tried. You tried it would just, hard. it'd be perfect Jamie because she's been so <laughs> wrong about everything, but just in the right way. So I hope, I hope it works out. Uh, the next person after um, the kind of Danny discussion is Danny. Then we see spreading Lauren's name around uh, because she's got the extra vote, which um, becomes more and more powerful the longer she's in the game because the the numbers get get less and less. Um, any, I I think that's a decent thought. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, it's just weird. Like I think that we've talked about it. There are no tribal lines here. Like there's not type. Like this is just like an amoeba that brings and like mm-hmm. that takes people in as they go and kind of leaves people out the next vote. Like this is not necessarily um, like super loyal because these guys are all trying to get each other out. But I, I agree. I mean, you got to have there's at this point, you just need ammunition to go after someone and extra vote is the way to do it. And that is the one thing about the uh, plethora of advantages and idols is it does create a lot more, I guess, logical, like game related reasons to vote someone out, as opposed to a lot of times people are like, 
I saw him talking to her. They must have a strategy. They're coming to get me. I have to get them out. Like, at least there's something where it's like, we know she has this weapon that we want to eliminate from the game. Maybe, maybe that's a pro. I don't know. I'm kind of making it up. I can see it. It seems like like there's some backing to it, but I also feel like it's it's better than them being like, oh, he snores, you know? So I, I'm with you on that. But in terms of like, oh, he might be voting for me, I think that's still a strategic move in some sense. So in the past three seasons, maybe just the first two after 40, we've had the beware advantage. Was that the last three? Yep. And so they don't they haven't done that yet. That well, that was the birdcage. It replaced it. Yeah. And so my thought is there are so many advantages out here. Like we said, it's people don't necessarily want them because it puts the target on your back. Do you think we're approaching the, the saturation of advantages where it would actually maybe be better off for you just not to have one because people are know you have it. You really don't know the right time to play it because there's so many people with other advantages. Like, do you think that it'd just be like if you were to go and risk your vote, you'd think, yeah, I'm not risking my vote to get this advantage just because I don't really care and don't think it gives that much of a. I think I I definitely understand the logic and it does make sense. I think the risk of your enemy having the advantage and using it against you is probably greater still to the point that that quite wouldn't quite happen. I think what needs to happen and it happened a little bit this season, but not super effectively is people need to keep it a secret. Like that's how you get, don't let people get mad at you and, or not get mad at you, but use it as a, a reason to vote you out if they don't know about it. It's hard when finding them is very public sometimes um so it, it's not easy to do that but like if you can keep it a secret and then you know if you're gonna play it maybe like tell your alliance so that they don't feel blindsided like as you're going to tribal dude i found this an hour ago like this is crazy if we need it i can use it like when in reality you found it a week or two ago it's a tough like that's a tough thing to pull off but i think mm -hmm. you want the advantage if you can have it or just yeah. get it and play it immediately and like okay i have an extra vote play it i i got what i wanted i'm, I'm not a threat anymore don't worry Mm. Mm. Uh, well i think back to last season with carla and gabler both went on the first journey of the season and carla decided not to risk her vote because she thought it was too dangerous to have an advantage and it makes sense in that scenario because your enemy isn't getting the advantage if you don't necessarily mm. but gabler did and there was a scene right after where gabler says i'll see you guys at merge and carla goes no you won't you're not going to get there because now you're a threat Wow. So there's like, you can see both sides to it, but like Carla did what she did and she was safe that way. Gabler was in a risky position. I think he got immunity for the first two or whatever um, tribals that he went to. And he didn't even play it the first one. He played his uh, shot in the dark, but didn't go home. So I feel like, you know, there's some, I guess that was dumb luck on his part. And so Carla might've had a better strategy, but I think there's both sides to it. I thought you were going to say, Oh, the situation. But when Carla did it, it was right because it was Carla. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's how we were going with that. Uh, we don't need I... to. We don't need to re-legislate the Gabler win right here, right now. But the fact that he played his shot in the dark at the first tribal he went to first tribal. That's bold is a word I'll sets, use. That's the stage for Jamie. Yeah, that's the stage for Jamie. And yeah, it, Jamie played it first. It's only one person's done it before, and they won. So maybe that means she's on her way. Wow. Um, okay. So we, uh, we go to immunity. Um, oh, and this real quick, real quick. Sorry. I just remembered something. There is one idol that is still secret. Correct. Carolyn's goat shit. 
<laughs> that's really true. <laughs> Danny's is kind of secret, but people are pretty confident he has it. I, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone, I don't think he's told anyone about it, but I think people are pretty sure. And I think MGM's idol is secret as well. So, <laughs> um, um, no one knows about that. <laughs> I'm, um, the more we get into this, I'm very confident that Carson is going to be like, hey guys, someone from our beach has that idol. Mm-hmm. Like, it's either Jam Jam or Carolyn. And I'm sure Jam Jam is going to be the one he talks to about it. Yeah, they got mm-hmm. They'll figure that out. They gonna got hurt. to. They got to figure that out. <laughs> anyway, all right. We get to immunity. This is where we get the uh, the big twist of the episode. And, you know, let's let's save the conversation about the teams and what actually happens here for a second. What the the twist is, is they split. We've got 11 players. They split into two teams of five and then one odd person out has to pick a team. And so we're essentially competing for group immunity, like we're in two tribes. Um, we, um, I think both on and off the podcast have had a couple conversations about how early this merge is. And there's so many people in the merge. It's, it's kind of hectic. And we're also, I think unanimously for, uh, one of the first times ever in favor of more tribe swaps. Um, and so this kind of, it felt a little tribe swappy. It definitely wasn't a tribe swap. Um, uh, but the way that we got two even ish tribes, um, and only, you know, five or six people going to tribal to vote someone out as opposed to 11, uh, which is a big difference. It felt like a tribe swap. Um, Michael, I know you, you love this twist. Uh, love, love, love this twist. Uh, um, obviously not a tribe swap, right? But it was like, that's exactly what it was. There's no difference in the first 20 hours of a tribe swap than there was in the first 20 hours of what this was mm. or whatever. So like. That's exactly like we got just like a little simulation. Um, and I would love to see what happens on the other tribe um, if we could keep them separated for a little bit of time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that this is like I was doing the same thing where it's like, oh, this is so close to a tribe swap. Not quite. But like, you know what? I'm just going to live in the moment and play present in my head. They're swapped. Like what just mm-hmm. happened? Like what my experience is, like they're on separate beaches right now. And I'm going to go back and be disappointed, but that's how we're choosing to enjoy it. Yeah. I saw someone on Reddit was saying that if you, by doing this survivors trying too much to like make it a close vote rather than just keeping them separated on two different beaches and less advantages and stuff, you're going to make it a close vote. But by trying to separate them like this, like you're forcing it a little bit too much. I don't know. Like, I am in favor of a tribe swap. I'm not in favor of doing this twice in a row because you already did that last vote, right? Where half of them were safe. I just think it's like, I don't know. If you're going to do it, just do it. Just separate beaches like you're saying, you know? Yeah, you didn't think that the idea that only this, this team could vote and only this team could or could talk about it before added anything to it? No, it did, but I, it just felt really similar to what they did last week. Because then they they did the same thing last week, no? Where half of them went to immunity. Well, they all the voted tribe. last week. They, they did. all voted. Yes, yeah. they did. But it still feels very similar. I just, like, it does make a difference that it was only the five or six of them or whatever it was. But it just felt like if you're going to do it, just go all the way and just separate them on beaches. Which I guess they I, did. I see they? that point. I see that point. If you're going to do it, do it all the way. Um, yeah. But think we're under we we these are semantics but i think we're understating how important it is the fact that only five people vote as opposed to everyone in the 
True. Because then Luck is playing so much more of a role. Like True. Matt would have been safe either way, no matter what happened. But the thing that you're, but the thing about it when you're separating them is like the people who are voting in their tribal alliances, who was uh-huh. Ahsoka, who wanted to get Matt out, like they know they're going to go back to their tribe immediately after. Whereas if you actually separate and you don't know when the merge is coming, mm-hmm. then people are not, are a little bit more likely to not just vote with their tribe because you don't know what's happening next week that's a really interesting point i i like that that's Mm -hmm. a good good call um i think the i it was must have been was it this week or last week where danny had the comment about how much randomness plays into it and when they were drawing teams it It was was last week it was last week but applies this week like i probably wax poetic about it too much but like i just feel like there's so much shuffling so many advantages like different things are happening all the time which like i think that's what survivor wants like you're you have to truly react and like the game is never the same so you can't predict it you like you know you got to figure it out as it's coming i get that but it also like I guess Matt wasn't going to win. He wasn't enough of a player, but it's just like, it's sometimes it creates the scenarios where it's just like tough. Like she even, we'll, we'll get to it in a little bit. Oh, uh, what's her name? Heidi even put a vote on Jam Jam to like try and influence it that way. And it like, it was just like, yeah, Matt randomly drew a team that had three people that wanted to vote him out out of five. And it is what it is. Like that's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Technically four people that wanted to vote him out out of five because Jam Jam obviously isn't going to vote for himself. Hmm. Um. Didn't didn't Matt say something about it being lucky? Like he said something about this is the worst luck or something like that. Yeah, he did. He uh, made a couple comments. Yeah, maybe when they were going like initially when they were going back, um, we'll get to it. We'll talk about the challenge, but when they're going back after the challenge, he was like, I know I'm on the block and like that you guys are three gonna stick mm. together and all that. All right, let's get to the challenge then. Um Franny, Danny, Kane, and Heidi. Heidi and Carolyn, excuse me, uh, versus Brandon, Jam Jam, Matt, Lauren, and Jamie. Carson um, chose the winning tribe um, to to be a part of here with uh, Franny uh, pulling off the the upset against Brandon. It did you guys were you guys locked into this whole challenge because this tribe was down five to one, and then Franny just fucking stones up and just locked in and just dominated. I was locked into this challenge. This is a, I think this is a great one. Um, I think it reminds me of, of a good like 28 challenge, like season 28. It was just like really solid, really competitive. I think the, the most interesting part of it is what we discussed offline is the fact that Franny could have 100% save Matthew or Matt. I yeah. I, um, I want to, yeah, I think now's the time to to talk about that. I think it's crazy. Yeah. Like, so we we get down to one to one, and so the the thing here is one person, whoever lasts the longest overall, wins their whole team immunity, and they're safe. And the other five um, are going to the vote. But if you last the longest amongst your team, you have immunity at that vote, even though you're going to tribe. So Franny looking around and seeing, oh, Matt is with three Soka players and Jam Jam who are probably all going to vote for him. He's fucked. She's the last person up. She knows she's safe no matter what. Matt's her number one alliance, obviously. It's, you got like, you got to prioritize those things. You would think the only caveat being she would be blatantly putting one of the other five people on her team in harm's way 
and the other five people would not forget that and hold it against Franny. So she's she's risking herself a little bit, but in order to save her number one alliance. So what would you guys have done in that situation? Would you have even thought about it in the moment? Would you have been too locked in on the competition and just like, I want to win? I'm not even thinking about like that. Or would you have stepped down to, to save your alliance? Well, first of all, I don't think that Brandon is facing backlash because he lost it for the tribe. Like, I don't think that he's on, like, so I don't think Franny would have been in that much trouble. If Franny had made it obvious, though, it's easy. It, yeah. it would have been made. She probably could have disguised it like, oh, no, I just, you know, whatever. But if she right. had been like, oh, Matt, I'm saving you. I love oh, you. Yeah. Okay. That would have been fucked. Billion percent. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm thinking about it. Uh, do they, I don't think that they know that they're going to be on separate beaches at this point. No, I can't, no, they he said that after. Know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, like, I think that adds a big dynamic. Like, yep. she That's feels like point. she could have control or influence on his fate, but then all of a sudden he's not. Um, and then, like, this is this is what Survivor is about: like winning challenges and beating Brandon, like an NFL player. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I I referenced it to you guys in our texts. I read an article, uh, an interview with Matt, and one of the, his comments in there, you know, he's not Matt, obviously. Also important for the pod listeners that aren't keeping up. Matt and Franny are still together. Um, just to Love deliver it. that to you uh, right here. But he said one of the coolest things like for Franny being on Survivor was beating an ex-NFL player. Like that's pretty dope for some yeah. you know, normal ass woman who's not like an athlete to like go in a physical challenge against an NFL player and win. Like that's a life thing that you're going to remember for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I uh, I wanted to say I probably wouldn't have thought about it either. But Franny was not thinking about Matt at all. She didn't even bring his bag. Um, like no. she just really just had no thought about Matt. She was just doing her own thing. So yeah, I don't think so. That was it was a very interesting strategic thing. I think we're all more or less on the same page. I think I would have just tried to win it. I think I think there are times, especially for us like being athletes that it might be good to like hide your you know whatever like your threat level as a physical player but more often than not i think you should just be competing to your best ability and just like let the let the rocks shake out as they will um okay so the next thing uh after this um we get uh franny winning reward as well for their uh for their tribe so they get peanut butter and jelly um chips milk whatever else or maybe iced tea um, peanut butter and jelly is probably like maybe not like what you're craving or like you want the most when you're out there, but functionally, probably easily the best reward you can get, right? I bet you like I think some level of like protein, like when they be when they used to be giving away like big fish or like burgers or something. Yeah, but some of that stuff can mess you up. Like it's too heavy or greasy and can get you really congested down there i think peanut butter yeah, and jelly is, is easy and it's going to fill you up for a day or two pretty well yeah, um, i bet they taste so good too oh my god yeah. what would uh, be what would be your dish that you want like if you want a reward what food do you want there dude i think i'd miss pizza a lot i've heard from multiple people that survivor pizza is awful just uh, cardboard with tomato sauce on it jesus christ all right Appreciate that. Appreciate I feel that. like a burger and fries. That would go a long oh, way. Oh, and a beer. Oh, yeah. A burger would go a long ways. I think that would be so satisfying. Yeah. Bryce, did, be... did we get a verbal commitment from you that you won't drink alcohol if you go on Survivor, though? Oh, I did. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
idiot string survivor idiot string survivor it's never a good thing it never works out for someone um okay so they're at reward um and there's a note uh out in the open uh saying read all together i did have a question i want to ask quickly one more time about that challenge yeah if you're carson are you picking the group that you think has the best chance to win or are you picking the group where you're in the best scenario if they lose like where he has because i thought it was interesting just kind of which way you'd want to go and i think that I thought that him choosing Carolyn's side could have been like a very lucky Carolyn moment if they had lost. And like Carolyn would have been dead in the water without him. Mm. That's, that's not really I was just curious what you yeah, I was just curious what you guys think. Like how would you make that decision? Because I feel like it'd be really tempting to be like, I want the team that's gonna win. Like fuck. I think if it was a challenge that a team obviously had an advantage in this kind of challenge i don't know if anyone obviously has an advantage like being bigger stronger maybe if you know someone has really good balance that's an advantage but outside of that like this is pretty much just kind of you're gonna win it or you're like i don't i don't know how you predict it mm-hmm. um, i think I, if i would i would probably chose the other tribe if i thought who was gonna win from that really yeah um i actually I think it was just dumb luck because they were who I saw first. But when he was picking, I said orange. It was orange, right? But orange it was, lost. Okay, then it was the other one. I, I picked because I just remember picking away from Brandon because I was yeah. like, I don't want the biggest guy on my team for something that you have to hold up in the air because like they just get tired faster. Yeah, that's funny. You were right. I think dumb luck, baby. <laughs> um, that's a good question. I think I think you probably. The, the being in a better position is something you have more control over. So I think that's probably a smarter way to go um, unless there's something obvious in the challenge that one team's going to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. All right. So reward, they have the, uh, the note on the table. Um, it says read together after, um, after you finish eating. Um, and the, the notes pretty simple. It says there is an advantage in the birdcage again. Um, there are keys to the birdcage hidden in the forest. There's only one correct one. Every everyone go look for it. Ready, set, go. Um, I think it's a it's manufactured, obviously, but it's just fun television. I think I think they do a good job with this uh, time and time again. Once a season, they have a, a, a hunt like this, and it's, I think it's a good it's a good thing, and I think they should stick with it. I like it. Did it give you just real Hunger Game vibes? Like <laughs> watching it, I was just imagining the producers watching them run around and grab keys and be like, "Nope, not that one." Like, yeah. So that that scene particularly gave me those those vibes. Um, yeah, I think that it's literally all just about the good television. And like as I'm like critiquing it and I hate it and like want it to go back, I think a little bit they're like winning me over. Like I'm getting used to it and I'm yeah. really appreciative for it. And it's like the entertainment that I want to see. And it makes me kind of upset just like that they can just like force something down my throat and eventually I'll love it. <clears throat> they're good at their job, man. Yeah, um, I agree. I think the only thing that they still need to figure out is having one of the best players win. But outside of that, everything else is coming together pretty nicely. Um, so, yeah, fun scene. Uh, Heidi wins, gets the advantage. Um, it is um, obviously they're already safe, but she gets to control a vote. Um, so she's sitting off to the sidelines after hearing everyone you know, do their spiel. She gets to stand up and say, hey, Jeff, I want to tell someone how to vote. Um, and so the next thing we get, uh, after, you know, Heidi's got that, she runs around and talks to everyone in her foursome or five some, I guess, with, uh, 
Franny. She she talks to Kane. She talks to Carolyn. She talks to Carson. I think she talks to just about everyone. Six, Six. of them. Because Carson's yeah. on the beach. Yeah, Carson ran. Um, she talks to everyone. They all have their own opinions. I think the consensus is that team wants Matt to stay because he was a part of the original. Mm-hmm. Soka, I think. Nope, Soka was the other Ratu. one. Ratu. Ratu, t- tribe maybe. Um, so they're all kind of in favor of No, Ratu is the one that was bad, right? So Tika. Tika. We're Tika final answer. Tiga. Um, and so that's kind of what everyone wants, trying to figure out the best way to do that. Um, I think we'll analyze her decision here in a second. I think that's more interesting than kind of the way the process to get there to talk about. So let's put a pin in it. We got to pay some bills, listen to some ads coming back out of the break. We're going to talk about this tribal council here um, and the untimely demise of our friend, Matt. And more importantly, we'll give a little tea there. I don't want to spoil it. One of us three is eliminated from Survivor Survivor. More coming up after this break. And we're back. Thank you for sticking through those ads, helping us pay the bills, keep the lights on around here. Um, we just left off talking about um, Heidi finding the uh, advantage here um, from the key hunt. So let's move over to the tribe that is having to deal with the vote out. Um Matt astutely um, and somewhat um, brazenly identifies to the whole tribe that he and Jam Jam are obviously probably on the block. Um, he goes off with uh, Brandon and Jamie um, and, and talks to them at the water well and tells them uh, that he thinks that, um, you know, maybe maybe we could get Lauren. What would you guys think about that? <laughs> Pretty quick no. Um, not a lot Pretty of discussion here. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't re- <laughs> and uh matt didn't really push back a whole lot um so we accepted that no um you know and we we moved on to the next plan which was uh self-preservation according to matt um and so he sounds like brandon is leaning jam jam lauren is leaning matt uh not really sure where the vote's gonna go at this point but you know matt is obviously given his pitch here about how he's loyal and he knows people and, and this and that and the other um just off the bat, I think um, I think it, it, we, we have a feeling that Matt's in trouble. Do you guys think this strategy is a good one to just go and address it at the source? Or would you rather he kind of, you know, snake in the grass, kind of move silently and, and try to sneak I up on him? I think he should have tried being a little more sneaky about it, especially considering, like, he didn't even throw out the, hey, Brandon's a big physical threat. Now would be a really good time to get him out of this game. Yeah, because like, Brandon had immunity. Chatter. <laughs> Good fucking talk. All right. Yeah. That's and Jamie just wasn't an interest to him, it looked like. Not on her beach. Uh I guess it was yeah. that. All right. Wow. But no, here. like <laughs> I think no, the play here is to go. It it's it has to be Jam Jam and Matt voting two together on Lauren. Or Jamie here. That's the only option, obviously. But I guess but, we'll we'll get to the tribal here in a second once the advantage gets played. Because but like if you're Matt, there's so too. many other ways to go at it other than oh, I'm loyal. I have people like you could have hit him with uh, Jam. Jam's a really good player. He's a threat to win this game. Jam Jam has an idol potentially. Like try and get things flowing in different ways. But he just did none of that. He and 
he tried with Jam Jam to get them vote for Lauren. Obviously didn't work, but he just, the pitch was wrong. Like, I don't care if he went up to them straight at the source or did it snake in the grass, but his pitch was awful. Yeah, could have been better. He 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 was kind of, I think, already home in his mm. head uh, as this was happening. He didn't really seem like he was super optimistic about his uh, his chances here. Um, the other tough part uh, is that he forgot a bag, which had his fake idol, which you know would have been something at least. Maybe he could have made it, made up made something happen there. But more importantly, his shot in the dark that. But then he would he, have used. Um, he just told Brandon about his fake idol too. Like what a dummy. He really just did not help himself at all. Yeah, yeah that was. A- why the why the yeah, fuck do they make you it. have something with you to play your shot in the dark? That is ridiculous. Well, it's transferable. Is the actual reason why you can give someone your shot in the dark, and so you have it has to be a physical oh. thing. It's not just like a. Has that uh, happened yet? Yeah, that's interesting. That's really yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't play two at once, obviously, because you have to give up your vote to do it. So you you can only play one at a time at one tribal. But if you play yours and then two tribals later, you're in trouble. Your alliance member it feels can like, there, in the dark feels like something that should be at tribal. And like, if you want to designate your shot in the dark to someone for that tribal, you can do that. Like, 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 everyone has one in a mailbox and you can just like, oop, here's another yeah. one. Like, nice. Um, right. Because it's so lame that he can't use it. Like that. Think about how much more exciting this tribal would have been just knowing that was bait, that was in the back pocket. Okay, but let's not get past. Let's not get past the point that he just didn't bring his bag with him. That's what I was going to ask. Is that his fault? Usually they go back to the same beach after immunity, but it is Survivor. Anything can happen. Like you got to be prepared at all times. So I don't. Do we feel bad for him in this situation, or is it just like brain fart? I I I don't know that I would know to bring it so because i was looking at it because like lauren had her bag behind him like in line like some other people had their bags um a lot of them i was wondering where was it because like bringing shoes or bringing like different outfits compared to like he might have realized he didn't need a change of clothes or like a different pair of shoes or whatever so but still i think it's his fault um so two things oh two things i want to reference from that interview again he said that um, people on the tribe that ended up winning that Franny won for mm-hmm. also forgot their bag and didn't bring their thing. And so if they had lost, mm-hmm. they would have been in trouble. But he was the only person on his team of five that um, forgot it. So tough luck for him. But it kind of, you know, it happened yeah. to other people. So it clearly wasn't like, obvious well, but he's it, an idiot. It probably happened to the people that were like in his group. Like maybe they're just not really locked in. Like he was the only person in his yeah, alliance or whatever on the side on the side. Yeah. Yeah. The other kind of funny thing from the interview is uh he was saying that he really wanted to play his shot in the dark and have it, you know, if he ultimately went home, obviously he wanted to stay, but he wanted to not ever vote. Because if he had played his shot in the dark, he never would have voted at tribal council and he would have gone home. Wow. That, that would have been so pretty fun. crazy. That's dope. Um, to I'm I'm sad we couldn't see that. But, but um, would you really want so Matt anyway, to be the person who did that? Yes. First, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't really care. I just don't I want Matt just to funny. be um, in the history books. I. Sorry. Is that I mean, Eric's in the history books? You know what I mean. Who's but, Eric? So, so who's is that? Sari that convinced him? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. See, and I'm. No, I'm, it was the other. 
it, no, it was it uh, was Cerise's little was henchman. She was one of the she wasn't a returner on that season. Oh but she um no, that's no. that's fair. Eric's in the history books. Eric came back too, though. I don't see Matt coming back. Couple season? Ooh. Uh you might you might be laying uh plus money, Bryce. He's I a think, favorite to I come think back. He's a favorite to come back, I bet. I bet I bet he's a fan favorite. Just Ooh, but if the they don't get Franny back with him, then it's not worth it. They break up and he it's a chance yeah, of love. Yeah, fair enough. But if you're looking at it could yeah, just survivor <laughs> the dating if show. If you're looking at this season alone, you have Carolyn, Jam Jam, Bruce already has an invite back. Um that, that a, invite back looks worse and worse as we age. Not that he's not a good dude, but there's a hundred percent. There's so many people, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see Matt. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. That'll be a fun. That's, I think, postseason. I would love to figure out how many people yeah. from this that could come back because it's going to be a big number. Um, okay, so we go back to the other tribe, and there's a little bit of discussion. Uh, again, Franny, or Heidi tells Franny she might be able to save both Jam Jam and Matt. We get a montage of Matt and Franny being cute and their kind of relationship history. And at this point, it is... I think abundantly clear that Matt's going home at tribal um, after we got that. Um, and so then we, uh, we go to, we go to tribal. Uh, Matt tries to give uh, Jeff a papaya um, because no one brought his bag for him. Uh, Franny, a little selfish. I think if she had brought his bag, would Jeff had let her give it I to him? I would honestly doubt it. Uh, like the way that he asked it, he's like, I is that I, I, his bag over there? Like, I think that someone would have to walk in and be like, I have his bag. You for- He forgot it. I don't know how long, he's, you know, like, I don't think that he. Yeah, you got to be really confident with it. Like, oh, yeah, this is yeah, how it works, exactly. guys. He forgot his bag. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, it would have been interesting. I, But is it selfish of her not realizing that? Like, she's got to be locked into her. Did dude. she That's know it was fake? Like, that. if it's fake, I think that they had that discussion, I'm sure. But uh, it would be I'd... very surprising. I doubt it if would he be didn't. really surprising to me. Well, if he I don't did know if he had told her yet. Tell her, considering he had time to talk to tell Tane her. about yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so he doesn't have any of his advantages. Um, bummer for him. Matt and Jam Jam both give their pitches, um, kind of why they should stay. And so then we get Heidi stealing um, Lauren's vote, and she puts it on Jam Jam. Um, and so if you're trying to save Matt and you think it's between Matt and Jam Jam, it's three on two because we've got the three Soka and Matt and Jam Jam then in theory are going to vote for each other. So even if you steal one from the Soka and put it on Jam Jam, that's not enough. And that's what we see happens is, is Matt ends up going home three to two. The only way she could have saved Matt is if she stole Lauren's vote and put it on Jamie. And then both Matt and Jam Jam would have to realize, okay, we got to like risk. Maybe one of us is still going to go home, but the only way we potentially could be safe is if we both vote for Jamie um, and get her out. So I think Heidi kind of screwed this up unless her plan was, I actually want Jam or Matt to go home, but I want Franny to think that I was trying to help her and I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. I think she would, I think that she would have done the opposite. I think that she would have done Jamie, put your vote on Lauren. But then Lauren has her extra vote. And then ties it 3-3. So then what's the move? Like, does she have, she can, can she, does she still have Lauren or Jamie's vote in a revote? That's the question. No clue. 
I would assume. Um, I would assume. I have no clue. But, yeah, I think that they walked through her thought process pretty clearly that she did not have any intention of saving Matt. Um, yes, because but the problem she yeah. had is she threw out the potential of saving Matt to start and then backtrack. That's where I think she right. ran into a, a roadblock. Yeah. There yeah. was yeah, she absolutely did that, but she was like, Hey guys, I have this. What what like what should we do about it? She didn't throw it out there. Everyone yeah. was like, Well, obviously we want to save Matt. Obviously, yeah. we want to save Matt. And this is where the Carolyn disrespect refuses to stop. So obviously we had the Danny Brandon situation. Um, and then we had them not believing yeah. that Josh didn't have an idol, which he was like, clearly they do. He did or he doesn't. And then now, yeah. like Everyone yep. is just like, well, clearly we have to save Matt. And she's just sitting there. And they're like, what do you want to do? And she's like, I just really do not want Jam Jam to go home. Like, and they still like they just talk about her like she's not even there. And I get it's, you know, they're just being truthful and it's gonna happen. But like remember the decency days when we used to do this behind closed doors? And now they're just mm. fuck you. <laughs> and I think it's yeah. uh Carolyn isn't a good spot. That's all I'll say. I just hadn't said it yet on the episode i needed to make sure that a non-carolyn episode is still a carolyn episode absolutely has to be um yeah i think heidi really dropped the ball altogether i think if you look at it i wrote this down here let me find it she unsuccessfully voted for jam jam so now he's mad she pissed off lauren for taking her vote now um she Oh, she's not going to get a vote from Matt now because she didn't help Matt stay in the game. And now she alienated Jam Jam. And I'm like, he could have had her. He could have had, she could have had him. She could have had Carolyn. She could have had Carson. Like she really just did nothing. She kind of put herself in a bad spot. I had not thought critically about the alienating Jam Jam part. Yeah. Cause like Jam Jam can, now that the numbers are what, four, three, three, Jam Jam is the most like one of the most valuable players yeah a, a big swing him carolyn and carson decide who goes home next episode basically yeah and so matt goes home this episode um bummer uh for him bummer for franny um i'm glad they're still together any other thoughts on the actual episode before oh, we get game? To really i have a game real quick one of the more tragic one of the more tragic game. I actually switched oh, yeah, the game. I had game, a game yeah. that was about uh, Carolyn and Jam Jam, but I'm going to switch it to the Matt and Franny game. So Ooh. without further ado. Welcome back to Greatest Survivor Showmances. <laughs> On this show, we're going to look at some famous Survivor Showmances, and we're going to rate whether Franny and what's his name, Matt? are better or worse yep. love it Alrighty. famous and infamous or love just famous it. um there's 15 oh, i think it's i think it's yeah. infamous as well oh yes i don't know if we know everybody here so we're gonna skip some yeah because season so one i'm guessing yeah. we don't know that one all right the season two first showmance that i think is relevant is jerry the black widow and colby colby the all-american boy that's right that's a power alliance. Do we think that Franny and Matt are a better showmance than those two? No. Yeah. If we're talking from a gameplay perspective, it's an mm-hmm. insulting question to ask. 
if we're talking like as a cute couple, maybe we can make an argument, but I'm still going to, I'm going to say no. I, I think Colby kind of washes you got, a little bit I mean, here. Who doesn't love a, a love story that involves, you know, darkness and light, good and evil. Absolutely. I think. Mm. That, oh, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, they, they weren't meant to be. Anymore. And I think they both came back and were successful other seasons as well. So. Well, I'm with you. I think that's a consensus. Yeah. The next one, I think we also have a consensus on. That would be season eight with Rob and Amba. Um, <laughs> I think it's not a real question yeah. on that one. That one. I don't even want to deign to discuss it because it's perfect. So, so, so we're over two. On. We're not on it so far. I hope um, we have a thirteen on here. We have a season thirteen. Right yeah, here. come on, baby. Yes, oh, Billy. Let's do no. both. We got. Yep. Billy and Candace. Candace Billy and, a and Candace. Way better. Yeah. That's a love story. Perfect. Yep. So Billy and Candace and Adam and Candace. Where do we rank this love triangle? We're going to call it. It's not just the Adam and Candace show. Is Adam and Can- Let's give um, Adam and Candace their dues. This was a flame of a couple. That's fair. She In did. Best she, or worst way. She mutinied her tribe for Adam. That's. And then was for, subsequently uh, went home, but you know, um, big fan of Candace and Adam to an extent individually together. Not not a huge fan. I don't know why they didn't do it for me. I think I would go with Matt and Franny. Wow, I like it. Adam I like I, dis- I disagree. I I think that Matt and Franny are zero and three now. If you, wow. in my opinion, um, yeah, yeah, no, they're not. They're not looking great. Though. Um, they're not looking. But great. yeah, let's, I just want to say going. Candace. I think Adam drags Candace down. I think Candace is a better player. Uh, next one, really fun one. Yeah, Harvardy and James, season sixteen. Wow. Well, it's because it's they took really Amanda and they put her on somebody else. So we're counting instead of Amanda and James, we're saying Parvati and James. I. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna abstain. I don't think it, it meets the criteria I have in my head for a showman. So I don't think it wow. qualifies for okay. this. Okay, I'll take this that. I'll take that as an answer. Brandy and James get a win, then I guess <laughs> <laughs> they get a no contest. That's a point. Yeah. All right, we'll take that. Okay. Um then Amanda and Ozzy. This one you can't contradict because they have a picture of them sleeping in the same bed here. They took a shower yeah. together. I mean, they did as much as possible. Yeah. That one. That one was hot and heavy. Um, I can only, I can only imagine the dollars those two would be making if OnlyFans existed. I mean, Ozzy's doing doing all right for himself as is, but if you Uh, throw if you throw Amanda in there to you know, yeah, I think that that again, this one is I feel like is a hundred percent Matt and Franny. Again, are pound for pound as cute of a couple as four out of the five that we've discussed, but absolutely. Well, speaking of a cute couple, uh, Jerry, the Black Widow, is coming back on our list here. <laughs> season 20 with Coach. <laughs> Get out of time. Stop. They were uh, not a romance. Yeah, they were definitely gonna... a romance. They were like... There was some flirting from across But they the talked beach. about it almost every episode. I'm, I think they're about better. The, coach, and people would be like, Coach is flirting with with Jane, uh, not Jamie, Jerry. Yeah, they were flirting. I think they were both smart enough to not let it be a showman, though. Like, Fair I enough. think it never got to those levels. Jerry realized Jerry in particular in was like not gonna it's let like, it. It's like how you <laughs> flirt with like 
That's just not no, it's different. It's like flirting with like a professor or something like that. Yeah, I said it. Oh. But like, you know what I mean? Like, just like you're really just saying nice things at each other. Yeah. And there's absolutely zero anything going on. I'm with you. Okay. Well, then I think this next one actually has a chance to be. Wait, so would you say Matt and Franny are better than coaching? Yes. yes. Wow. It's a big win. Yeah. I think this yeah. one might be up there as well. This is Matt and Andrea from season 22. Christian I don't Boy, know if I'm remembering who Matt is. Matt went to Matt went to yeah. uh, Exile Island twice. He got voted oh. out by Rob. Came back into the game, and Rob voted him out oh, again. Oh yeah. shoot! He was good. He was. He kept he winning challenges. He was good. I'm pretty sure he beat yeah. Russell too. Um, it, I mean, that love drove Boston Rob to get him to to kick him oh, off the island. Absolutely. Like, and it, it persisted. Yeah. I think that is. I'm gonna give them another win over Matt and Franny. That's a tough uh, one. Uh, I'm torn. I don't know. I don't remember that one well enough to have a strong opinion yeah. on it. But it's when close they went to and me, watched him compete at Exile, it was like they were still like connecting. Yeah, and Andrea exactly. was like super emotional about it, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe that one. Okay, I'll. I'll, I'll and Matt's like, deficiencies to, uh, Matt are Matt. Forty four's Matt are really bringing down where this tr- couple could be. As we kind of alluded to. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think our final tally then, um, if I don't have another one, is going to be Matt and Franny are pretty low on the showman's board. Okay. Yes. Yes. But outside of Rob and Amber, do we have any faith in any of these other couples to to last like we might for Matt and Franny, right? Yeah. Like they but we make have, sense like, as a we have hope in terms of like we haven't seen them end yet. Hope. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Like, I mean, we I, I didn't watch Cook Islands when it aired, but I could have told you, you know, uh, Candace and Adam aren't, aren't going to last very long. Like, they're, they're not ending up together. I would Candace say... Candace lasts very long, and she said no. <laughs> I, um... Yeah. I... There was also a cringiness to this one that... There's, yeah, there but... was a cringiness at the beginning, I think, that also taints it a little bit. Yeah. It was also just because they're both who they are. It just... Socially, it was yeah interesting. But, excited to see Franny's game take up, take the fuck off. I'm really excited for it. She's either gonna crash and burn or she's gonna fly like a freaking phoenix out of the ashes, baby. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's yeah. move to the most important part of the episode. Um, and let's give some some credit and some due to our fallen comrade, um, Bryce, eliminated. With his selection of Matt last week in Survivor Survivor, um, we're really sad Appreciate to see it. you go. I had fun. It was a it was a joy to be a part of. Um, I'm upset Brandon didn't go home, but once I saw him get that idol, I kind of realized my my time was coming to an end. So it was fun. Hope you guys uh, last really long. Um, always appreciate that. Appreciate that. One other uh, thing is just that Bryce, you put together the longest run without getting out, tied for the longest run without getting out in survivor survivor history so hey yeah thank you. that's pretty impressive uh, yeah my record i feel like my record's about to be broken here but we'll, we'll take it <laughs> um all right so uh i've been doing a little bit of game theory um not gonna lie here thinking about this quite a bit the last few days this is a this is a big selection this week between michael and i um we both have Carson available. We both have Jam Jam available. 
we both have Kane and we both have Franny. So four of the players we both have left. Um, then we also have for myself, I have Heidi and Danny to pick and Michael has Carolyn and Brandon. So pretty similar boats we're in together here, but it's just going to be uh who can, who can see what's coming better uh, to the finish line here. So gosh, I don't know what way I want to go with this. Do I want someone that I think is guaranteed to be safe next week? Just, to, to just survive in advance or do I want to be like, okay, this person's not going to win. I know they're going home soon, but I don't think it's next week. Really good question. Got myself. some similar stuff going on in my head, but I'm going to yield to you. I, I know that you were really excited to prove yourself and get the first pick out there. So I'm going to yield to you here on this one. That's good. I, I appreciate that. Very thoughtful of you. Um, I picked Lauren. I picked Matt. I picked Brandon, picked Josh, Jamie, Carolyn. So Brandon, Jamie, Carolyn, and Lauren are all still in the game. I am going to pick. Yep. No, I'm just going to fill the silence <laughs> here um, because I know this decision is not coming soon. Uh, my concern is primarily with the fact that Carolyn, Carson, and Jam Jam I think I would love to keep those for the final three. Like, I actually think that that's what I'm seeing right now. Um, yeah, I feel like you're in a good spot. Yeah, the fact that you have you have all three of those left is, I think you're, you've are you got a slight advantage. I feel like Kane me. or Brandon need to go soon for you. Yeah, Damn. and I'm going to pick yeah, Kane uh, this week, I think. I'm going to pick Kane. I, I don't love that pick. God, but it's so scary. He could go yeah. home. He could go I'm home. Gonna go. Go. He could go home. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, who I believe is a safe choice. And I know we're going to clip that and expose me next week. Um, I'm going to go with Franny. I don't think Matt and Franny are going back to back. Yeah. Um, she's a really good pick. She was my winner's pick, I think, as well. So mm -hmm. that stinks. But you kind of hedge, hedge along the way. What if she just takes herself out of the game from a broken heart? Then I would expect a redo. <laughs> okay. I, I want to make a guess on who I think is going home. I mean, yeah. So you're still alive, Bryce. You can, if, if there's a tie, Michael and I have the tiebreaker over you, but you yeah. can still, uh, you can still, advance I think here uh, Danny bit. goes so home. Who do you think going home this week? Oh, wow. Yeah. He's getting a little too big. Yeah. And he's yeah. going to get blindsided. I don't, but honestly, it's impossible to predict because survivor, See, I mean, freaking Danny and nine other people could be safe this episode. And you just never know. I uh, I like Lauren to go this week. That's not a bad one. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad about that. With that extra scared of Lauren. But it's the only thing that, it's the only thing they have to be scared. Yeah, of. I almost picked Danny. Yeah, that's it. That's fair. I almost picked Danny, but that's yeah. the reason I didn't, Bryce, because I'm a little worried. But if he survives this week, I think I might slam him next week just to get him out of you the way. You have to get him out of the way soon, yeah. God, I don't know. He's scary. Tough spot to be in. Yeah. That's how I feel about Brandon. I really wanted to pick him this week. And that's another episode of Voting in the Majority. Thank you all for listening. As always, please feel free to hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you again next week.